0: rise for the National Anthem, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> sweet, sweet baby. Since you've been gone. Yeah. Um, Rolling Stone Magazine. The, hi. Hooray, hurrah. Once again, this is the uh, smartest one in the world. Proopcast takes to the ether, this time from the salubrious confines of the Porpoise of Fruititude, located right here near the Fortress of Prupitude in Lower California. My name's Greg. Hi, I'm Jennifer. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? Good. Jennifer and I are sitting here in the fortress uh, recording this episode in the basking in the knowledge that Rolling Stone has once again um, set America alight with its hilariously (laughs) middle-aged white guy opinions. Um, They came out with the the 100 Greatest Singers of All Time list, uh, which doesn't include Beyonce, Chaka Khan, Ella Fitzgerald, Barbara Streisand, Anita Baker... (laughs) (laughs) it's just fantastic if you haven't seen it you really ought to apparently because they
1: wanted people to argue a lot about this and distract them from uh, the orange menace
0: no question it certainly gathered our attention here today and we've uh,
1: well just considering Bob Dylan as a singer is exciting
0: awesome like I said it should have really been Tom Waits Lou Reed Bob Dylan as the top three and let's just have done with it <laughs> Um, if you're using singing as a criterion. So the number one singer is Aretha Franklin on the list, which I don't think anyone can argue with or dispute. The number two singer is Ray Charles. And again, you're like, okay, that sounds reasonable.
1: If you invent a genre of music uh, for Billboard magazine, I think you get... That slot,
0: right? And then save country music uh, in right. the middle of your career. Right. You save another genre of music. Uh, then number three is Elvis Presley. Okay, we can argue. We can uh, talk. Yeah. Um, certainly a popular singer. And Sam Cooke number four. Yay! I have no problem with that. Uh, um, then. John Lennon of Marvin huh? Gaye. Huh? And I love John Lennon, and I think John Lennon has a nasty voice, as they say. I particularly love.
1: Maybe we? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think. I think Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Luther Vandross.
0: You think maybe Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder go ahead of John Lennon? If we're talking Elephant about Gerald? singing. Yeah, we're not talking. I'm running over to the other side. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're not talking about uh, writing pop songs. Uh, we're talking about actual singing. Credentials?
0: I mean, I love John Lennon singing. I particularly love You've Got to Hide Your Love Away and Day Tripper and some of those numbers. He's so well, and this, obviously like mother and things like that. He's just fantastic.
1: And also, a Tina Turner, after Mick Jagger, the man, she had to teach how to have those moves on stage. Yes, correct. It so it wa- she invented that.
0: If it wasn't for James Brown and Tina Turner, Mick Jagger would not 17. have known. Yeah, Let's um,
1: Freddie Mercury's after this is before Bob Marley and a personal favorite of mine, Smokey Robinson.
0: Yes, no, um, going back up to six, Marvin Gaye. Yes, seven, Bob Dylan.
1: No, no. If you're talking about croaking like a
0: frog. All right. So there's the three Bob Dylans as we've discussed. There's sixties Bob Dylan, which is. Um, <laughs> when they stone you, it's like they said they would. When I would not feel so all alone. And then there's the 70s Bob Dylan. It was back in another lifetime. When I'm told I'm doing? To right, and then there's.
1: There's that horrible period after the. the Christianity? Fake. Motorcycle accident, hmm. where he might have had a breakdown. Mm. He mm. Exactly, that. Mm.
0: God, I think
1: that was one album only. Mm.
0: <laughs> Although there's a good one from that period that's right after when he did the soundtrack with them. Let take these guns away from me. I can't use them anymore. Pet, I like that one, Pat Garrett and a the Kid. Then there's current Dylan, which is a croaky, sort of wheezy, howling wolfy. What is that? It?
1: Well, it's the undead dylan
0: right and uh, what did you say vincent price is a riverboat gambler um suffer, and I'm a daddy. <laughs> i don't know if that's singing it's fun to do because it's, it's
1: songwriting it's, it's certainly
0: songwriting you want a Nobel prize singing, for it singing not too much um otis redding stevie wonder james brown paul mccartney little richard warrior Orbison, They're Al are trying mess with
1: us and uh, the list distract us with the worst list ever.
0: Well, uh, first of all, uh, one well,
1: woman. You know, no, come on, this we is, had
0: one woman on the list so far.
1: Also, George Michael's on. Not on. Where's George list. Michael? Um, they're they're obviously just uh, checked out losers in the office because they've got Dusty Springfield and Bruce Springsteen Steen. one after the other. So right. this is just they they're high, they're bored. They have no taste, obviously.
0: Right. I'm so close on so so many of these. I'm high. (laughs) I'm not bored. And I have taste. Curtis Um,
1: Mayfield is all the way down at 40.
0: Well, I love Jeff Buckley. I I think that Jeff Buckley on the list isn't a bad thing. But he's not above Curtis Mayfield. No, he is not. Um, Chuck Berry and Joni Mitchell... And,
1: and by the way, he's way below Bono.
0: Okay, let me just... Singing. We have to go back. It's
1: about singing, right?
0: We have to go back. We have to go back because...
1: We could th- spend hours on this.
0: We're going to. That's James bad. James Brown, Paul McCartney, Little Richard Werbs, and Al Green. Little
1: Richard is below Paul McCartney. Who, who Paul, is the greatest impressionist Paul, of Little Richard. Right. Paul McCartney tries, did try to sound like Little Richard. Paul McCartney
0: can do a, a credible scream. There's no question of that. Um, I don't have a problem with Paul McCartney being on the list. Which I uh, have a problem with him being
1: concert is it in London? Is that 1972? Yes, 72. Do yourself a favor. Watch on that YouTube. on YouTube. It he is so mighty and furious and fabulous, standing at the piano, not wearing a shirt. No shirt. Looking uh, pretty fabulous.
0: Gigantic wig, eyeshadow, high. Real high. And he goes through every hit. He does Lucille. He does slipping and sliding, He does uh, uh, Good Golly Miss Molly. Furious. Furious. And he is rock star McTavish in 72. Oh, he is. Then this is where it all goes to hell in a handbasket for me. No one would say that James Brown, Little Richard, and Al Queen shouldn't be on the list. Robert Plant, Mick Jagger, <laughs> Tina Turner, Freddie Mercury, Bob Marley, Smokey, Johnny Cash, Etta James, Bowie, Bowie,
1: and Bowie is above Van Morrison. No, we've seen that. And Morrison. by the way, both of them are above Michael Jackson and um. Jackie Wilson.
0: That's and where,
1: Nina Simone and Janis Joplin and Prince. So, it, no.
0: It's all gone no, to hell in no, no. handbasket. How is the first singer Aretha Franklin, then the next woman that appears on the list is Tina Turner at 17? There, there's only
1: two possibilities. They have no clue at Rolling Stone. No. And they've or
0: never listened to him.
1: They knew that this would uh, spark interest and controversy. Not
0: what we're doing right so, now.
1: Exactly. So that people would mention them.
0: Billie Holiday... B- Big Mama Thornton, Bessie Smith, uh, uh um, Ma Rainey. Um, Did we mention Dinah Washington? Dinah Washington, who who invented rock and roll? Uh, Sister, Sister Rose Rosetta, Rosetta Tharpe, Tharp. uh, Mahalia Jackson, yes. um Odetta. Uh, have I left any have I left any oh, my here? God. They all go ahead on this list between 1 and 17. I'm not certain what's happening here. Well, Ellis it's like Cheryl, it's like the Sarah George, it's like the George Carlin routine. Dinah Ross. I mean, maybe Diana Ross is a great singer. but What yeah. did he say? George Carlin. We went to see him years ago at the Comedy Store. And it was a great... He was getting ready for one of his HBO specials. I would say it was the early 2000s, late 90s. So the joke was
1: Right One of the bits was uh, Restaurants in America Call things homemade There's nothing Homemade in America At a restaurant Homemade is uh, Speed Speed
0: What's homemade anymore? Speed (laughs) And then he did Uh, All these white guys With their house of blues He goes White people have to understand We're not here to sing the blues We're here to give people the blues And then He went through a list Of white artists He's like Why do people like White people singing? Right And And then then
1: he listed Black artists He goes
0: Billy Eckstein Nina Simone Simone, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, James Brown, Ray Charles. He goes, who are you going to say? Billy Joel? Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> and then at the end of it, it's a shutout. It reminds me of the list that um, Samuel Jackson doesn't do the right thing where he goes, uh, yes. uh, uh, KRS-One, Carmen McRae, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Stevie Wonder. We just want to thank Williams. you. Joe Yeah, Joe, we want to thank you. Count Basie. Like He goes on and on and on and on. And you're like... There's no white people mentioned in the whole. Um, S- Smokey, Johnny, Eddie, Edda, David Bowie, whatever. I mean, we were doing it today, weren't we? Dance, baby. You remind me of if, the babe. If you
1: put David Bowie on there, you're going to put Anthony Newley. Right? His sound alike.
0: Dance, baby, dance, <laughs> baby. I I'm a, love David Bowie more than Jennifer does. Yeah. I'm a David Bowie and Prince fan. I really am. It was a terrible, terrible year when David Bowie... Um, Prince and George Michael. Oh, my God. Because they are all so great. And so they promoted sex. And how
1: did Lemmy live longer than them?
0: I don't know. Jesus Christ. Why don't you put Lemmy on the list? I enjoyed (laughs) I quite enjoyed Lemmy's singing. (laughs) What I loved was that Lemmy said that he had to sing Ace of Spades every night for his motorhead crowd. Right. Which is all dudes. And that he sang different words every night he didn't care about the song at all he went That's I mean what great. was the quote oh, I like the song but I mean come on and he goes I have to sing it every night because the crowd goes crazy if I don't sing Ace of Spades but he would just sing any old thing he'd go like rolling down the road like a frog you know like, and then he would make up words to his greatest hit because he was so bored of singing it and because of his awesome singing style you can't discern any of the words yeah, at all yeah
1: no yeah. It, it cuts through I would put
0: Lemmy on this list before I'd put Bono on this list <laughs> um, we have to keep going here. Michael Jackson unbelievable um, unsupportable and unbelievable great singer Jackie
1: Wilson Jackie
0: Wilson get out of town Hank Williams Hank Williams might be a little low
1: well Hank but Williams again, again a songwriter a
0: songwriter Janis Joplin Uh, you know, uh, astonishing.
1: There's that wonderful documentary where she says that she hoped to one day be like Otis Redding.
0: Otis Redding was her...
1: But I don't think she thought she should be on this list of Nina Simone.
0: If Lou Reed, as you said before we started, if Lou Reed and Janice Joplin were alive right now, they they would, they would
1: set this office on fire. They
0: would, Lou Reed might go down and like punch Jan Leonard even though he's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah he's not. Um, Nina Simone, we saw in concert, and she was so fantastic. She had a guy on stage with um, a firearm. Yeah, he had it in his and um, he walked. Pants. He
1: walked towards the edge of the stage at one point kind of threateningly and then she had a a lion mane Uh,
0: she had a tail on a whisk that someone had given her in Africa and she held it in the air every few Moments, and every time she held it in the air, the whole crowd would cheer. Like a
1: magical wand.
0: So she made the crowd cheer for her a bunch. She didn't sing for a real long time at the beginning, and then she did sing. Um, but of course, she did. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. She did a lot of her her greatest.
1: Right, Mississippi Goddamn. Um,
0: it was an amazing show, and uh, I know Jennifer's a particular fan of Smokey, Nina Simone, and Dinah Washington are three of your particular favorites. <laughs> um, I would definitely put Nina Simone on the list because she she's wildly important prince is after her which is i Strange. don't even know what we're talking about uh, then helen wolf fine helen wolf's voice is unforgettable mm-hmm. when you hear it absolutely unforgettable after helen wolf bono oh now that's where it all right, falls it apart just, for it, me
1: into the abyss it, bono's
0: a popular singer songwriter was a popular singer songwriter i have nothing against him personally um, other than a lot of things. They wrote a musical about This Spider-Man. is where
1: you just think did the record company come by with a check? Yep. To. to you, are you smiling Bono? a little
0: Alan Freed Payola here? <laughs> yeah, <I> know, <laughs> a little Dick Alan- Clark Payola. Because Bono, even though you two. Why not put Michael Stipe ahead of Bono? I mean, they're both <laughs> equally shitty as far as great big giant singers of the '80s and '90s, and then, right?
1: I mean, Donnie. No, Hathaway, I mean, we have yes. to go through oh, everything. Right, right, Stevie right. Winwood. Where is Stevie Wonder on this? Has list?
0: Stevie Wonder appeared yet? No, there he is. He's nine. Okay, he's, he's okay. after Otis Redding so, and before James Brown. Somehow, I, I
1: think I may have mentioned. Please on tell me your Stevie. Wonder.
0: I want to hear both your Stevie Wonder and oh, you already told you James Brown. Well, story. when
1: I was a teenager, I was in an elevator with Stevie. Wonder Where was that? And his bodyguard it was it was somewhere near USC in LA and his bodyguard looked at me like don't don't don't." (laughs) get near him and Stephen Wonder started singing so I was in an elevator with him did you talk to him and one other person no the bodyguard was staring glaring at me surely
0: you couldn't have been more than a teenager
1: I, I was 16, 15. What danger were you to Stevie Wonder? Well, it was just kind of, you know, looking back, it's hilarious, but it was, it was better that no one spoke because we were
0: he listening singing.
1: to him sing in an elevator. Wow. So and I don't then, know about...
0: Tell me your other Stevie Wonder story. I couldn't go to the gig other, with Mark Radcliffe.
1: My only other... Uh, uh, Close up encounter with a great singer like that was uh, when I was in the stairwell with Ray Davis and he was singing Victoria. And well, by the way, Ray Davis
0: th- isn't on this list.
1: And I love his voice. And I think about yeah. him every time his songs. Every time we're in London, um, but he looked at me. He saw me standing there, and he just continued with the song. And it was. Pretty fantastic. From the
0: west to the east yeah. to the west to the west, Victoria has a very uh, dim view of, of the UK and its empire. So I'll tell you a rather Stevie Wonder story. I oh, couldn't go, really? and you were going to a TV show. In the, uh, it was the Hawaiian. We lived room in London. Yeah, hosted by room. Mark
1: Radcliffe. And Mark Radcliffe has great taste in music. Yeah, you and his taste he are has, pretty close. He, he, he knows so much about the history of music and all the performers. And uh, I think he was. Uh, Still on the
0: radio in England by yes. Darlings.
1: Yes, thank God. And he also... Uh, post Glastonbury. Yeah, Glastonbury. And... Uh, so...
0: He hated the spin doctors. That was what I... He hated a
1: lot of bands, and that was what made yeah, him such it such a great awesome, host, yeah. because it was obvious. But... Um, the Because it was a UK show, and it was the 90s, the power went out during Stevie Wonder's performance. Right,
0: all the electricity. So beforehand,
1: I had heard the crew... Say to me, Oh, well, you know, no, quite he's, diff- yeah, he's a bit difficult. Yeah, he's difficult. Really? And they, I guess he'd brought a big entourage. You so, you, so, really? So the, you think? The power the power goes out. And he, because obviously blind, it finds it a uh, music uh-huh. that everything is shut down. And he decides to give us a, a concert. He does cool, calm, collected. Oh my god! Uh, Here's a deep cut, right? And it was it was so great. Did he do superstition without the power? Yeah, and and finally they got the generator to work, and then he did a, a duet with Alicia Keys. And this is in front of an audience of I don't know two hundred people. I was going to say
0: you are so. Oh I hate my god! You, so much. you saw Lou Reed.
1: So what I'm saying Sinéad is O'Connor, Stevie Burek, Wonder Stevie needs Wonder. to be in that top five because I saw him in that situation and his voice was stellar. His
0: songwriting is unparalleled. There's no one even in his caliber except Smokey the Beatles you know, whomever his singing is at the Ray Charles Aretha Franklin level. Yes. And he wrote one of my favorite Aretha Franklin songs. Um, uh, I'm going to rap on your door till you come back to me. And call. what
1: is the song that he gave Smokey? The Cheers of a clown. Right. He had the, he had the tune yeah. and he came to the Christmas party right. and said, I don't know what right. to do with this. I got no words. And Smokey was, Smokey Robinson was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I got this.
0: So Stevie Wonder and Smokey Robinson wrote "Tears of a Clown," which yes. is the greatest, greatest soul song. Just like Pagliacci did, I try to keep my had, my sadness hid. Amazing. The unbelievable couplet, and Warren Thomas, our old buddy, and we agreed it was maybe the, a pinnacle of songwriting. Mm-hmm. How do you write a? That's like a Cole Porter, isn't it? It's extraordinary.
1: I love. Uh, Drum like Kern would have lo- Yeah, is my favorite. If you
0: feel like loving me, if you've got a notion.
1: I second that emotion.
0: Maybe you want to give me kisses sweet, but only for one night and no repeat. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Well, Smokey makes it onto here, but he's way the hell down the list. Okay. So Bono and then Bono, please, please with Bono.
1: I, I saw
0: yeah, no. you two do one number. You did two at that VH1 show. I never show. had
1: them scheduled in the 80s for that big success. I think their heart's in the right place or really? whatever. Really, Whatever. No.
0: He, I've spent more time making fun of Sting and Bono than any other comedian, so I really can't spend time now.
1: What, what was it that Ozzy Osbourne said? At least I'm
0: not... He goes, have done some bad things. I tried to kill my wife. i voted. od At least I'm not fucking Sting. <laughs> I tried to kill my wife. But
1: at least I'm not Sting.
0: Sting is worse than killing your wife.
1: Well, and one time we saw him in London, and he was... What
0: a pran... An asshole. He was a pran...
1: The only time we ever saw him in a, he was in a restaurant right. and he stood in the doorway until people noticed him. He let, even his wife sat down and he was still in the doorway.
0: Let, it, it, we were sitting it in the Ivy. Sad. It was a very show busy moment. We were sitting in the Ivy, uh, in London, which is a very busy B I Z Z Y restaurant. And in the door came David Furnish, Elton John's husband mm-hmm. with Trudy mm-hmm. and Sting and so Tritty and Sting decamped to the table, as one does, because so, you yeah. can only stand like in the foyer humans. so long. And Sting stood there, preened, and looked around the room. And we saw at that restaurant, Princess Anne.
1: David Attenborough.
0: Uh, Pierre Boulez. Tom Stoppard John Schlesinger John Schlesinger uh, uh, Nicole Kidman we saw every star that ever lived there George Michael Ben Kingsley George Michael we saw George Michael there who by the way went right to his seat and didn't do anything no
1: we never saw anyone act like that Sting was
0: the only person and this place was so starry that stood in the doorway and went no, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and the great God. part
1: was no one, no, no one gave it to no, him,
0: no one bought it, and no, no one bought any of it. <laughs> and by the way, there was more of a ripple when George Michael walked Ooh. in than there was when Sting walked
1: well, in. Well, also George Michael was good looking.
0: George Michael was vibrating with goodness yeah. every time you were near him. He was really good looking and he had a sensational public personality. We saw him at this MTV show in London in like ninety. It was the year of the Fuji. So what year was that? 97? Yeah. It was ready or not. And it was at the cool, weird place. Oh no, it was a... Killing Me Softly. It was that year, the Fugees. And um, uh, whatchamacallit was really huge that year. Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Were there. And they all got awards and everything. And then Oasis wasn't there, but they won a bunch of shit. And then George Michael got up and sang... um, What's the name of that song? It's got a really st- superstar or star or something. He,
1: he kind Maybe of stole. He stole the show. Your
0: didn't love you. People and were girl. sort of blown
1: away by his charisma and his singing.
0: It was the 90s, singing. so he wore this really long coat. He and could he sing, got and he's not on this Royce. list. No, he got out of a Rolls Royce, and he was, he, we both said at the time, it was like seeing Marvin Gaye. Yeah, he was so hot. good looking, and he had such a great voice, mm-hmm. and they had a huge chorus of people and um, dancers and whatnot he got out of a Rolls Royce in a long coat I remember that was it it's the same old same old maybe your daddy didn't love you I can't think of the name of that song it's called Superstar or Star or something it doesn't have the title of what you think it is I know George Michael He's so beautiful um, Bono Boo Steve Winwood I love Steve Winwood and I've been listening a lot to um, Spencer Davis group because in traffic I, I love his voice
1: I do too uh, and but I, he shouldn't be ahead of Curtis Mayfield. I would put
0: with him if we're talking blue-eyed soul singers, um, Boss Gags and the right? Bee Gees on this list, right? Because I think Ooh, they're where great. Who are they? They're great blue-eyed soul singers, right? Yeah, like they're they're wonderful. Well,
1: but something that Daryl that Hall Rolling Stone is not going to celebrate. No. Disco because they're uh-uh. not gay friendly. They know their
0: audience, and it doesn't include Barbara Streisand. Um, then, strangely, after Stevie onewood Whitney Houston, Dusty Springfield, Bruce the Springsteen, springs. all the, the springs. springs start. No, I think Elton John would agree with Dusty Springfield. I think she's a little high in my opinion on this list.
1: Well, yeah, um, did an English person Neil, come into the office at that point?
0: Bruce Springsteen, f- fair enough, fine. He's one of the great, you know, uh, white guy performers. He with
1: can't the- move his hips
0: he's straight and he's going to let you know that by moving one arm and the other arm right. and, and then that's it um however four years ago five years ago wait a
1: minute wait a minute Neil Young is Neil Young is on the singing list Neil Young
0: I've seen
1: I mean him and and his boy song in, crashing his and song in the last waltz I love the movie long, the last waltz but I haven't on tape so that I can skip through
0: Neil Young's song. What about this noise?
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. And by the way, The Last there Walls, is. Uh, directed by Scorsese, mm-hmm. uh, it was about the band's last concert. And they're best singer was Richard Manuel the, he's not on this list but they one of their worst singers Levon Helm is and I think Levon Helm would also he would come to this office with Lou Reed yes. and others and burn it down Levon that would, would stub a
0: camel out on your hand <laughs> because you put him on this list and not Richard who yes. he would have definitely decidedly said Ricky and Richard were better singers than him yeah. Levon's a wonderful singer he's very evocative and he's yeah. quite a good Emotional. actor and a wonderful actor uh, and musician. However, his singing is often flat. And um, you not... always point that out. Virgil Kane is the name, and I worked the on way, the Danville if train. If we're talking about
1: that song, where's Joan Baez? Joan Baez's voice uh, is. When I was in high school, absolutely I theorial. would listen to her live album. Yes. That was my nighttime You go to bed music because it was so beautiful. Prince. With prince huge and the,
0: who's him. the lead singer of uh, uh judas priest rob <laughs> halford rob halford's favorite singer was Joan Baez, and they used to do diamonds and rust and Cl- yes i said judas priest on the show wow but honestly if you're gonna and put bono talked about
1: her before and how after her shows she's doing this last uh last tour she goes out and dances
0: did I tell that story she, already? Yeah, you did. Okay. And
1: she she is just, and she's gorgeous. And oh my god, just, she's gorgeous. She's just fabulous. She has white hair now. She she's hugged tr- me twice, and I can't be more excited.
0: Your mother, Joan Baez.
1: Right. Somebody said to me, they saw a photo of me and Joan Baez, and they said, "Is that your mother?" And I immediately said, "Yes."
0: No, no, don't deny that. <laughs> embrace that. Embrace Joan Baez, <laughs> yeah, Joan Baez. and you That's did my embrace mother. Joan Baez. I didn't get to hug her, but I did get to interview her, and it was in two thousand and seven on the red carpet at the Grammys. I was put in the B position. Melissa um, and Joan Rivers were down at A, and they got to talk to uh, uh, J-Lo, whatnot, everybody that was there that year, Justin Timberlake.
1: Wasn't that the year when Joan uh, mispronounced a couple stars' names? That was at the Oscars. At the
0: Oscars, she couldn't say Rinko Kikuchi, who was nominated for uh, that weird, uh, what was that sprawling... Uh, Rashomon type movie we'll come back to that in any case um, I got the B position and I thought uh, I got I won I got to interview on that day at the red carpet and then I split I didn't even go to the show Cedric the Entertainer pulled up with George Clinton uh, uh, with George Clinton which was unbelievable
1: whose instagram by the way is very entertaining and
0: george clinton as we've discussed on the show said a lot of really weird things and then i brought it back to an article that i'd read about him and he snapped back in he went a penubrious sheep uh rainbows that take a oscillating waterfall through everyone's roller coaster and i went i read an article about you is that in gq or um
1: right, and he went page 17 and he
0: went gq like that <laughs> um Lynn Redgrave, who we talked about the other nice. day, she was there for a spoken word thing. I got to meet she and touch and great talk to her. And yeah, who is three feet tall, absolutely stunningly gorgeous, and has jet black hair
1: and is. And has some of the most irritating music that ev- any um, spa has decorated through. You know, what was it? She just writes the same song over and over. Reason. and just. I you know, love lo- her. like um uh Chardet. You
0: get you get away from Chardet and Enya. Chard- <laughs> they're bo-
1: both gorgeous.
0: I'm going to oh my god, they're both so gorgeous. Chardet is really truly oh gorgeous. God. But Enya was so great and I said to her, We love you here. Why won't you ever tour? And she went, Oh, I don't want to do
1: it. But I she doesn't have yeah. to.
0: And the other person I met was John Baez. And the Dixie Chicks were giving her an award for freedom. Or she was giving the Dixie Chicks an award because it was the year that they said um, they were ranking on W for starting the war in Iraq. And as you recall, right everyone, before
1: he was Uncle Snugs giving yeah. uh, mints to people.
0: Yeah, the, re- the rehabilitation of him and Dick Cheney. Um, that was the year that um, he'd started the war against Iraq the Dixie Chicks had said something about it then there was this weird narrative that went on that it ruined their career and everything which it didn't their record sales never went down but there
1: were idiots that were burning their
0: albums which remember my joke exactly I'm burning uh, uh, a petroleum based product to to protest their views on a war if I had any sense of irony I would feel ashamed of myself before (laughs) I expired from the fumes from the CD that I am burning um and uh chuck d said i remember that year that the bravest act and show business was the dixie chicks that's cool which was yeah was during the era he said you know like they
1: were also writing songs about uh killing your husband who's domestic abusive. abuse yeah. and yeah they uh were trying to enlighten their their country pop audience
0: so i said to joan baez um you're giving the dixie chicks an award tonight and she went yes and i said do you know them have you ever met them which, you know, because I was in the B place, they let me ask those kind of questions. And she went, no, I never have. <laughs> and I went, that's so show business. And she went, I know. You can see it on YouTube. There's a video of me. I uh, uh, asked isn't on the list. Uh, Elton John, uh, Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley's voice was.
1: It, it, it's, it's angelic. And it, it, it's so sad. The father, he never knew, I don't think, uh, died young. No. And then he had a tragic death. and Drowning, w- was year when, when you're in Edinburgh, somebody asked me to go see him. And I, I shined was them on. Was he playing in Edinburgh? I shined them on. I, I didn't want to go because... It was the company. I thought they know. were too... Yeah, I knew that that was going to end up in some it kind would... of druggy weirdness.
0: It wasn't the singer. It was the company. And then
1: he passed away he drowned not long after
0: what a, a marvelous singer and his version of hallelujah by john kale is um
1: no it's by leonard cohen oh but <laughs> john kale does a version
0: oh wait i just went npr <laughs> oh, on here because there's that npr documentary about john, john kale has a marvelous leonard version. cohen wrote it uh was it uh,
1: but his version is so long and John Keel edited it. Yeah. Right. So did Jeff Buckley do the John Keel?
0: His version is pretty wild.
1: Oh, his voice is so lovely. She
0: tied you to the kitchen chair. She cut your hair. What does he say? Uh, I saw your flag on the marble arch because love is mm. not a victory march. Oh, That's, my goodness. That line is. Yeah. Um. The night that, um, well, I won't go into it. It's too tragic. Anyways, uh, Jeff Buckley's uh, fabulous. Curtis Mayfield is uh, kind of unstoppable as a singer-songwriter. And um, if you've never seen Superfly, um, Gordon Parks is the director of, Gordon Parks Jr., rather, uh, the noted photographer and filmmaker um, and absolutely yep. stunning, his, gorgeous his man. Gordon Parks Jr.'s looks are... And by the time he did Superfly, but when he got really old and he had the white hair, he mm-hmm. was just astonishing.
1: Beautiful.
0: Uh, in any case, um, uh, uh, Curtis Mayfield's in the picture. So not only do you get him in the soundtrack, at one point... Um, uh, uh, Ron O'Neill as uh, Superfly uh, goes into a, a club and Curtis Newfield's on stage and actually, like, I think chat and like high five and whatnot. It's isn't ne- it
1: Ron Neill? Isn't,
0: Ron- isn't it Ron O'Neill? Did I get it wrong? I don't know. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, Chuck Berry, uh, the less said about his personal life, the happier this show will be. <laughs> the most said about his songwriting is as he's <laughs> astonishing. Jenny Mitchell absolutely genius irreplaceable in the firmament of all uh, women in song as a singer i got mm-hmm. esther phillips ahead of her mm-hmm. i got uh, uh um, lena horn ahead of her i got um you know wow gladys knight
1: she's an amazing inspiration and a great songwriter
0: is the criterion singing. she
1: can't is Thierry, the criterion you're singing I, I, I would I, part of that is her her complicated tuning
0: one, that she uses she's yeah there's the Bobby Blue Bland at 44 that would made Boss Gags happy because we went and saw Bosk um this year and he did a whole set of Bobby Blue Bland songs I don't know that putting him at 44 accomplishes anything um, Kurt Cobain um, absolutely Patsy Klein is 46 and they've spelled her name wrong here by the way look oh perfect look Seriously? Pate-y, Patey, Jim Morrison at forty-seven. Okay, this is where the bus, the blue big blue bus, stops. Jennifer. <laughs> Meet me on the back of the blue bus. The blue um, bus. Um, wow, his I, singing.
1: I, imagine what Arthur Lee would think about oh that. My God, Arthur, Arthur, Arthur from Lee Love. from Love yeah. uh, took a dim view on. Yeah. the doors
0: it's bad. Right.
1: Arthur Lee uh, may have given Jimi Hendrix his whole look that's how I think
0: that Arthur Lee's cool right Arthur about Lee that. was I think oh Arthur you're Lee. right it
1: was Ron O'Neill
0: thank you um, the next singer is Buddy Holly and we're going to play just a second of that here
1: cause
0: <laughs> he's a worthy songwriter baby oh great but... I love you and we'll Rave On. Um I think it's hysterical that um when you know when we were teenagers, Buddy'd been dead for like twenty years or whatever, and he had that huge resurgence. Mm-hmm. And he informed so much of New Wave and Punk and all that because he's the fifty singer songwriter that wrote his own songs and was his own band, as opposed to other cats. I mean, obviously Chuck Berry and you know but even little Richard and Jerry Lee Lewis sang other people's songs Buddy Holly sang his own songs and um, the Beatles of course loved him what I think is so funny is that uh, Rolling Stone at this late date puts Buddy Holly uh, at 48 um, he recorded for 18 months Mm -hmm. 20 months Mm -hmm. his whole career is a very truncated affair.
1: Again, and we think about the people that they left off the
0: list. Well, like I said, uh, you're not hearing from uh, uh, Millie Jackson. And uh, um, you can think of like a thousand... He's ahead
1: of... Yeah, muddy waters and Luther Vandross. Well,
0: I, I just think it's a, a and I, Mavis
1: Staples. I, there's
0: no diminishing, buddy. Holly. He, he's, he's a wonderful singer songwriter.
1: Is a singer after Mavis Staples.
0: After Buddy Holly's, Donnie Hathaway, Bonnie Raitt, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight's way too low. Brian Wilson not on the list.
1: Beyonce's not on this list.
0: I put Beyonce on the list before Brian Wilson.
1: Yeah. Brian Wilson? Ugh. Singing? Ugh. Singing? No. No. No.
0: Muddy Waters, Luther Vandross. Why is Luther Vandross at 54? Shouldn't he be like eight? Six? I, I, don't, I don't. Paul know. Rogers from a uh, 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 bad company. No. Why is he on the list? He would an, call. An English, Paul Rogers would call. An
1: Englishman of a certain age walked into he the office is, yes. and that's why Dusty Springfield and Paul Rogers are on the list. But Paul Rogers and he left the office and then maybe Staples got on there.
0: Right. Were, what, were Dusty Springfield alive and Paul Rogers, I'm sure, like it, David Coverdale, would walk into the office and go,
1: No, mm, don't do this.
0: Mate, you gotta take me off for this. <laughs> <list>. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Right. You gotta take me off for this, please. Um, and that's how he talks. Uh, Where is it? Oh, Mavis Staples.
1: After Paul Rogers. Yeah, no, no. And then Eric Burden, who I think would also say...
0: Eric Burden more than anyone else.
1: Yeah, because...
0: He's a fan.
1: He really knows his music history.
0: And I think he would say... As we were discussing... I love his story. Mavis Staples, Beyoncé, Ma Rainey, Sister Rosetta Tharp, Odetta, will all go ahead of me. Yeah, Chaka Khan. Into this good night. Um, Yeah.
1: I love his story. I can't remember if it was the New York Times obituary of Nina Simone. Yeah. Uh, They were at some festival together. And he said to her... He tried to... to, uh, say hi and have a conversation And she him. fronted him. And, right? Yeah, and she had no time for him. And so he turned to her and said, really, because I, I know that, uh, that tune that you stole from the chain gang at a prison in Georgia. And she went, sit down. Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, he, she tried to shut him down and he busted her uh-huh. for a, a, a song theft.
1: And to her credit, she thought
0: that was funny. Well, yeah, like all great... Uh, Maybe Staples, Eric Burden, Christina Aguilera. That's mm-hmm. a really weird... I mean, I saw Christina, and you saw her too. And um, she could deliver the goods. Mm-hmm. She was quite a good singer, which it was very surprising to me. I've seen Shakira. <laughs> I've seen Cher. I've seen Christina. I never saw Britney or Madonna. I wish I'd seen Madonna. I don't think Madonna's a very good singer. Yes, she can't sing. Um, Christina Aguilera, on the other hand, and loud pipes. Shakira... Volume doesn't um,
1: ensure quality. It,
0: Jennifer, uh, never say that. <laughs> never say that in front of me. Never intimate that that is a possibility. Vo- I think you'll find volume almost always ensures quality. It's been one of the tenets of my career. As, dis- as discussed, um, I'm from the pointing and shouting school. If you can't do a crap impression, do something loud. And I think a lot of the rock groups on this, for instance, Bad Company, being loud is kind of everything Robert Plant would not
1: well and and, uh, Bjork on the list after Rod Stewart reminds me uh, if we're just talking about singing uh, she's uh, fallen off the radar but Sinead O'Connor had a Pretty big a cappella hit. She
0: did. I leave her written, off the list written on, by just on principle. But, uh, Bureka, <laughs> no,
1: but I just mean like, yeah.
0: you know, this, this is them. so
1: random. Like we've thrown, by we've the thrown way, names into Rod a Stewart's jar. Rod Stewart's a better
0: singer than um, uh, Paul, who are the white guys they put on here? Neil Young, Paul Rogers, Bruce Springsteen, Bono. Uh, yeah. he's a, Rod Stewart's a better singer than all of them. Yes. I saw Rod Stewart in the 70s and he did um, I'm Losing You and uh, all those great hits Uh, it was right around the time of um, uh, Footloose what was the second one Footloose and Fancy Free and Night on the Town those two albums Mm -hmm. that had all the hits so he did all those songs but then he did all of his old songs and he did Maggie Mae and whatnot and Rod Stewart is the cheesiest, discoiest, sleaziest satin-wearing dude that ever lived. Yeah. He also wants. But his album- Someone like you mm-hmm. makes it hard to live without somebody else. His favorite singer Sam Cooke, and yes. he has wonderful taste in music. Yeah. And. I will defend his cheesy fat ass till the end of fucking time. Well,
1: I love the album Every Picture Tells a Story. It's brilliant. That is a beautiful album. It's as
0: good as any Stones album. It's really good.
1: Instruments, everything.
0: It's marvelous. It's marvelous. It's really soulful. He's not without soul and that's what saves him. Yes. Even though Do You Think I'm Sexy? And his ears with the face
1: is hilarious because he used to say if he crossed the stage they were playing in different time
0: right there's five different (laughs) uh, every instrument I pass is playing a different part of the song that I'm supposed to be singing the lead of I when I I honestly I I you know I'm glad I saw the Rolling Stones I'm glad I saw Rod Stewart I'm also glad I saw Bo Diddley and Ella Fitzgerald
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and the Mills brothers aren't on here I realized they never would be the Mills Brothers have this giant niche in
1: mm-hmm.
0: music and Roger Daltrey is at 61 then Lou Reed I think Lou, Lou Reed, Reed would have a hard but attack. look who they put him above Jennifer
1: his uh, favorite singer Dion 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 and funny. who he
0: worshipped and was open about <laughs> uh, his worship of Dion and Tony because
1: Dion has a beautiful voice.
0: dion has got a great voice.
1: I don't think Lou Reed would think that he should be on this list at all.
0: It's certainly just not a random and stupid. Well, I'm the kind of guy who likes to run around. I'm he never was really actually pleased.
1: in a gang as a teenager. Yeah,
0: and a teenage heroin addict. I go from town to town, and the the street they practiced on, the street they stood on, annoyingly, was Belmont, which is why <laughs> right. they're the Belmonts. Dion
1: and the Belmonts. Um, there's a there's a good documentary about Doc Pomus, the songwriter. Oh yes. and uh, Dion's in it. It's narrated by Lou Reed. It's a really uh, that is smashing. Did his uh, daughter make that? Yes, she had. I think she co-produced it.
0: They're all really good in it, and Dion um, sings them um, uh, in the in the fifties. Each night I ask The stars up above Why must I be a teenager in love That's his, uh, his song by Doc early.
1: He's on Lou Reed's Street Hustle yeah. Because he happened to walk by the studio really? Yeah, and Lou Reed said Will you come in and sing a line?
0: Is it because they were wearing The same style of hat? Do you remember? Uh, they both wore a soft right? Newsboy cap in the yeah, 70s yeah. And then Dion's also on Dirty Boulevard and he goes, I want to fly, because he's got a really awesome. But there, there's dual doo histories. And the one history is the uh, uh, black groups, you know, the crows and all the great uh, black groups, uh, the Cadillacs and whatnot. They often call me Speedo. And then there's the Italian guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the other great group. It's the Dell Vikings and the the Belmonts and Frankie Valley. They're like the great... Uh, uh axel rose really what? no david ruffin
1: one of your favorites
0: i know you gonna leave me um tom york that's just not even worth discussing i don't right? even know what's happening that's jerry, like saying back is on the list or something like you know like yeah. wow
1: jerry lee lewis the uh,
0: uh noted murderer he, and yeah, pedophile.
1: yeah just horrible Great singer. And still alive. Still alive. Come on over, baby. It's a livable me. That's a knocking. What, what's the name of the journalist that wrote that amazing profile of him? It's just terrifying.
0: No one's more terrifying than Jerry Lee Lewis. He is the scariest rock star. And there's some scary rock stars that shock people and whatnot.
1: Wilson Pickett.
0: Wilson Pickett's voice is... You never forget Wilson Pickett's no. voice. Like Otis Redding. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, like Teddy Pendergrass, who's mm-hmm. not on this list. Not on um, this list. It, you, the Power and Majesty. oh uh, 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 Levi Stubbs. Whoa. Levi Stubbs. Where is he? Bernadette. I mean, let's not even. Wilson Pickett, Mustang Sally, and um, he's just uh, macho. Ronnie Specter, Greg Allman, whoa.
1: What? Ronnie Specter, yes, of course. Greg Allman, no.
0: Toots Hibbert. Okay, I see what you're doing here, but you've gone way too late with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, John Fogarty. What? Uh, you know,
1: I, I'm a fan. Dolly Parton, yes.
0: Way too low. Yes. This should have been revised as a song. Well, okay. Dolly Parton is. Then James Taylor, Iggy Pop, Steve Perry, Merle Haggard, Slystone. Stone. What? I don't know what's happening now. Sly I'm Stone a,
1: wasn't even the best singer in his band. Right?
0: I'm high now, and I'm sliding down a I see hill backwards I'm all over the yard you just said Ronnie Spector Greg Almond, two but John Firmity, Dolly Parton, I think Tarn- Iggy
1: Pop is reading this list to his cockatoo and they're just they're hectoring it's and laughing biggie,
0: biggie. there's a lot of uh, discrepancies in this list That uh, wow um, Dolly Parton James Taylor and then me
1: <laughs>
0: followed by Steve Perry from Journey <laughs> Um, I don't see how Iggy Pop lives through this. Uh, Then Merle Haggard, which I think is cool. Right. But, but, but again, singer? Strange. Songwriter. No, right, exactly. He's a wonderful exactly. songwriter. He's he's as good his, as Hank Williams. His life
1: story is interesting. Yeah. His songwriting's interesting. Singing?
0: I, I put him up there with Chuck Berry and Hank Williams. Although, those. remember,
1: I, I can't remember what show it was on. Was it on the Johnny Cash So he, he, he did impressions. He, do, he did George Jones. He could do everything. He did way. Willie
0: Nelson, yeah. He did Glenn he did Campbell. Yeah, yeah, Glenn Campbell. Oh, my God. That was bro, funny. Yeah, Sly Stone, as you say. His brother is maybe as good a singer as him. His sister, too, Rose. I love Sly Well, this show has gone on record many times. I
1: think uh, they're the greatest rock band in America that America's ever produced. Well, let's
0: just prove that theorem. <laughs> I mean, if I can play Buddy Holly, I can play... And by the way, um... Yeah, let's just try this one. (laughs) Um... The a cappella part where they sing, that is uh, what. It's understanding everything about what the dance is, right? When
1: they appear at Woodstock, it's oh like nothing God. has happened before they come out on stage. They're such an awesome He's wearing blue bundle brownies. of energy. Yeah. The fact that they're a, a multi ethnic band. sexual Men and women. Women.
0: Black women. It's, and they, yeah, they represent everything in it. And uh, people forget um, this record that we're playing right now and some of the other records we're talking about, the Civil Rights Act was signed in 1965. This is two, two years, three years after. Yeah. We're not talking about a gigantic, well, this is a tectonic and shift. He, in,
1: he was on TV a lot at that time.
0: My parents Which and was I great them because
1: together. his outfits, he had a huge afro. My parents
0: loved them too. And he had
1: bell bottoms and uh, often suede booties with little tassels. Oh my God. A, l- a lot of vests.
0: Everything Pretty, Prince did later was a pale reflection of what Slime. Well, slide. Larry
1: Graham played with oh Prince, God, the Graham. bass player from uh, this band. Mm.
0: Um, Slime the Family Stone was the hippest, funkiest outfit in the world. And um, not to mention my parents too much but I think part of the reason was they were so bloody entertaining they had choreographed stuff they wore great outfits, their music was infectious and they had a positive message, they weren't scary they were the opposite of scary they were beguiling people loved how funky and my parents would watch them. There
1: were going to be co-shaded uh, hats. Yeah. And, oh my god. And and uh, delightful wigs.
0: Loads of wigs. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah they're just they can't be stopped and I remember in, in the in the good old days where there were uh, record stores in San Francisco the what was the one that was uh, at church and market or near uh, <sighs> LeMash. Revolver. Yeah. And they had, I went in there and I was wandering around and I was looking at Sly Stone albums. And because it was those days, there was always a helpful gay guy in his thirties yeah. or forties. And he came over and he was like, no, you want this one.
0: Oh, really? Oh,
1: yeah, because th- that's the importance of going, right. not just ordering something right. online, but being with people like in you know, a used bookstore or a record store where someone can just point you in a direction that you didn't even know you were going in.
0: Well, isn't that the whole point is to meet someone magical? That, like that has taste. Yes. Yeah.
1: That has an opinion that might help you.
0: Well, you're that person now. Uh, let's <laughs> see here: uh, James Taylor, Iggy Pop, Sly Stone, Mariah Carey, Frankie Valli. Wow. Strange. Johnny Hooker, Tom Waits. Now this is where it gets hysterical. I think Tom Waits would be like you're your
1: singer. This is, this is a joke now. That now, now you can tell. Now they're way high, right? right? And they're just like, "What are you taking well, let's now?" Let's just put anyone on there.
0: Um, let's put Tom Waits on the singer list.
1: Yeah, that'll be a laugh.
0: Do you know that there's two Tom Waits, Dave Foley, uh, uh, who I'm in a little comedy group with called Who's Lime Anyway, um, hipped me to Tom Waits' first two albums where he sings like a a human and croons.
1: What was that show that I saw, Black Rider? Was that what it was called? Yeah,
0: which is supposed to be superb, right?
1: It was beautiful that he wrote. Tom Waits is an enormously... Marian Faithful was in that. Mm.
0: You'll never get any. Speaking Negative. of
1: singing, Marianne Faithful.
0: You'll never get any bad feedback from me about Tom Waits or Marianne Faithful.
1: Can you do a little Marianne? Faithful I'm going to do singing. both of them
0: right now because this is a great comedy show that people have not. People switched off, I think, 30 minutes ago. Um, here's my Marianne Faithful, and um, we've seen her uh, before live, of course, and uh, um, her voice is like, "What if Brecht?" Um, there was a shipwreck and a rusty hull appeared. Um, <laughs> and there was coffee and cigarettes. Um, which song? Um, here's my impression of Marian Faithful doing the banana splits theme one banana, two banana, three banana, four. <laughs> four bananas make a bunch, and so do many more. Flipping like a pancake, popping like a cork. that's very close. Thank you. And then, who was the other one? Tom
1: Waits. Yeah.
0: La la, person fire. from a telephone wire.
1: I don't. I don't get it. So they're just
0: going to break only 25 to 9. Never recognize yourself a heart attack. Yeah, singers. On
1: that note, I wanted to... uh, Last uh, Uh porpoise, we talked about Beverly Guitar Watkins. Yes, please. And I wanted to mention that it was the music maker relief foundation that helped her before she was able to record at 60 and they help other musicians really yes Uh, would
0: you like to repeat that the the music
1: maker relief foundation
0: I see Um, Beverly Guitar Watkins is um, not on this list (laughs) and swirling in the um, everlasting I'm just going to finish this off here John Lee Hooker Tom Waits. Patty Smith?
1: Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: No. Uh, How uh, long? Love is rain, the telephone. Love angel, love the s- sky, uh, yeah, friend, the in our bedroom to the
1: moon. Our friend Lee and I went and saw her in Edinburgh. Remember? And she did this whole spiel about how she had gone to Robert Louis Stevenson's house. And there was a a bookstore across the street and she bought a book. And the entire audience, because it was locals... Gave her nothing. Wow. She expected like, ooh, you, you win and you paid homage to one of our great writers. And they were like, yeah, great. Heard it.
0: And then what?
1: Not, not digging no, it. No, it was and she Scotland. came to the edge of the stage to try to milk the moment. Right. And you could tell that she couldn't believe that, that that Scottish audience was just, no.
0: And she went, come on, people. No. And they went, No. no.
1: It was great.
0: Well, you don't bullshit a Scottish audience.
1: No, you do not. Are we going to mention the Chicago teacher strike? There's 25,000 teachers on strike. And what is their demand? What is their insane demand? They want nurses and counselors.
0: You mean like we had when we were little?
1: Yeah. But, I mean, is that too much to ask?
0: No. How do we deal with them, help with them?
1: Well, um, specifically Chicago, I don't know, except to pay attention to that story. But also there's there's a group uh, called Donors Choose where you can select a, a school. Uh, you can uh, choose which thing that you want to focus on, if you want to focus on writing, uh, art, uh, reading. Really? Yeah, and you can... Pick a school, uh, or based on your zip code, whatever you want to do, uh, and give to that school. Which is, it's sad that America. That's what happens. Is that uh,
0: right? Jeff Bezos is overfunded, and yeah, we're begging for. But schools. I mean, we
1: should have, uh, you know, property taxes. Donors pay choose. For that. It's called. Yeah, donorschoose.org.
0: All right, I'm going back to the list here, and we're wow. going to finish this off. Wow, yeah, you yeah. just won't
1: give up. Nope, nope. We're going to talk about Elijah Cummings, right?
0: We're going to talk about a lot of things, but the list has to be finished here.
1: Wow, okay. Yeah. All right, go for it.
0: Uh, John Lee Hooker, um, notable. I don't understand why he's on this list.
1: Why is Don Henley on the list?
0: We're getting to that.
1: No, I'm really... I'm but John now- Lee
0: Hooker lived in San Carlos, California when he was in his...
1: Yeah, he had a club in San Francisco. Don Henley is known as an awful human being.
0: We're we, we skipping ahead here. Sorry. Tom Waits, Patty Smith, oof, Darlene Love, maybe underrated here. Yes. Sam yeah, Moore sure. from Sam and Dave. Mm-hmm. Well, so, but why aren't Sam and Dave entered as a... yes like you don't you don't say "Sam" without Dave
1: because you're making the mistake of taking this list seriously
0: I'm not making any mistakes okay, what I've okay. done right. no, what I've done has been um irreproachably above board and
1: but the nice thing is
0: testably Gar-
1: Garfunkel is on the list, and Paul Simon isn't
0: see as I discussed with <laughs> Sam and Dave. Um, This is good. I waive that for Simon and Garfunkel. Uh I waive that. For Sam and Dave, I include that. Right. You must be part of a duo. Yeah. I don't think leaving Dave out does Dave any service. No. However, in the group Simon and Garfunkel, the duo Simon and Garfunkel, I... Wouldn't
1: you also say it's really weird to single out David Ruffin and not the other Temptations?
0: Aren't the Temptations and the Jackson 5, like whatever
1: yeah
0: Art Garfunkel at 86 Don Henley that uh, doesn't even uh, I don't even begin to understand that
1: I hate the Eagles so much I I, I knew, really do I
0: love you for that And it's, when we
1: were in Morocco years ago do you remember that our cab driver do you remember driver, that was playing nothing but the Eagles, and was I, I boxed
0: Hotel California. It was,
1: it was an entire album, and I, I was like, you know, sir, I, I respect, sir. You, know, you want to listen, but, it, but please no, please.
0: He was trying to make you happy. I know, I know. After John Henley, and this is what really were the rails come off. Willie Nelson who I think is a wonderful songwriter, but singing? Ugh, no. Will and Jennings is a better singer than him. Yeah. So far, there's only four country singers on here that I noticed. Dolly, Dolly, Merle, uh, uh, Willie. where's
1: Tammy Wynette?
0: Thank you. Whatever. Solomon Burke at 89. Okay. The Everly Brothers are included as a duo. What? But couldn't you have said like oh dawn or whatever remember if that
1: that hilarious uh was it PBS yes
0: it was so good <laughs> and they they really you know like all duos
1: there,
0: there's a dichotomy yeah. you hate one another and you know it's just fantastic
1: well one was conservative one wasn't
0: yeah that's that's difficult
1: they're they're really cake taking it's, no, like, it's Everly, like Jesus and Mary Chain they they really hate each other
0: I, I always felt like the Everly Brothers were like the American Beatles oh the Beatles are this weird dysfunctional family that has all these different personalities theirs gets extrapolated more obviously stick with me by the way um, <laughs> what I'd like you to do as a listener is to try to not um, throw the Sh- talent towel- yeah
1: check yeah. out
0: no if, if you're looking for your bill at this point. Really? Um, Leave on Helm. That's what I don't understand at all. That's How is Leave Helm? Randomly
1: you know? strange. Yeah.
0: Morrissey, 92. What? Annie Lennox, Karen Carpenter. Wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. Look, look, Mor- look. Morris
0: Morrissey's ninety-two after Lee won Helm. I don't even begin to understand.
1: Well, they felt like uh, racists and anti. Uh, uh, Hadn't been, been represented. Well, they had Jerry Lee Lewis. Were underrepresented. They had Jerry they Lee Lewis had to put him on there.
0: Karen Carpenter, what?
1: Yeah, what? And then Annie Labelle is after Karen Carpenter
0: yeah. and Annie Lennox. No, we we we've met Annie Lennox. We've seen her and i think she might say yeah what um bb king well, i don't understand why joe cocker's the word that cock is, is so blocked great. out
1: that's so great
0: then 98 stevie X. I have no problem with that at all 99 steven tyler i have no problem with that at all 100 mary <laughs> blige i have no problem with that except that they all should have been
1: it's just a shit list that's
0: why we're talking about it and it's just
1: awesome well it's a distraction from some it's not a uh, distraction it's uh, uh, i think it's politics and protests around the world
0: where
1: Where? everywhere lebanon i just Hong Kong. Noticed that. yeah uh, i wanted to
0: uh puerto rico everywhere
1: oh yeah Puerto Ricans are, are so Spain amazingly or, organized yes exactly
0: mm-hmm.
1: I love that they're exhuming uh, Franco what yes
0: it's just like the Saturday Night Live bit
1: <laughs> yes he's still dead General Franco is still dead thankfully um, I wanted to mention uh, for people wondering about American voters wondering about Tulsi Gabbard uh she has an opponent running for her seat in Congress, and his name is Kai Kahele. I'm not sure on the pronunciation. Um, right on for him. Uh, there is a awesome article about her by Kellefer Sanna in The New Yorker, and it explains all about her horrible homophobic... Uh, Islamophobic cult and uh, why she should never be in office hmm. so her support answer. of
0: Assad her endorsements by Russia she's and a member of a David cult. Duke yeah
1: she's a member of a cult no. and it I remember uh, a year or two ago I didn't really I knew that she was homophobic I just didn't know any details and uh, this article supplies many uh, including that her father who is her mentor um Flew to North Carolina to try to shut down an episode of Dawson's Creek because it had a positive spin about a gay teen. Yeah. Now that's homophobic.
0: Super homophobic.
1: Um... More delightful, crazy details in that article than I can even. I mean, it is crazy.
0: Yeah, it's
1: it's a it's a Hari Krishna offshoot that she belongs to, and it's a white dude named Chris Butler who's the head of it. Um, I also she's
0: a terrible candidate and a, a really uninformed and um, fascist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, Hillary didn't mention her by name, and she still she
1: outed a, herself. Yeah. And it's really frustrating when someone uh, who has 13 years of executive experience like Kamala Harris uh, has to deal with these randoms on stage at debates. Um, uh, Today, Kamala, uh, Senator Kamala Harris and Senator Patty Murray uh, from Washington co-sponsored a bill uh, to try to end homelessness. And uh, Kamala Harris also... uh, wanted to honor tribal sovereignty and uh, appoint more Native Americans to Congress and the administration, and posted about that today. And these are serious things that need to be addressed. We don't need this nonsense. Uh, We also this week had the State Department closed uh, the Hillary Clinton email probe and found nothing. I don't think that anyone in America has been more examined and more raked over the coals Mm -hmm. than this woman who won more popular votes than than anyone except Obama. Uh, Those are the two people. For for people saying that women can't be uh, elected and that uh, people of color can't be elected, Obama and Hillary Clinton won the most popular votes.
0: They want to run that narrative all the time because it feels good. and The truth is, we're always in the majority.
1: Well, it, also there was the uh, bogus uh, endorsement in Brooklyn this weekend. And uh, they banded about the CHIP program uh, insinuating that someone who recently had a heart attack had something to do with it. That was Hillary's plan. And it right. was the Children's Health Insurance Program. And that was her Doing. And when Bill Clinton was president, Hillary w- was uh, put in charge of the task force for the 1993 health care plan for universal health care, 1993. Yeah. And it was shot down by ph- pharmaceutical and insurance companies at the time, but she had that. That was her baby that she oh, was yeah. trying to the get. Oh yeah. The one she of.
0: set up the office next. And
1: by the way, Medicare for All that's John Conyers. Yeah. And it was his bill HR 676 to expand and improve Medicare for All Act. John Conyers, who is the African American congressman who is no longer in office. But that he was had his. He down, yes. Well, just wanted to come out there with some facts. Yeah, I love it. Can we talk about uh, Elijah Cummings? Yeah. Because he was, I can't believe his bravery and his strength that when he was dying, he, he passed away last week, and when he was dying that he was still signing subpoenas on his uh, hospital bed, and that one of the most memorable moments uh, in my mind in the last couple of months uh, was when he stood there with his walker and said that we thought we had guardrails. Yeah. But this White House has thrown the guardrails away. Mm-hmm. And Nancy Pelosi, in her uh, memory of him, said that he was our North Star. Yeah.
0: It, it, it's so beautiful. Uh, here's what Nancy Pelosi wrote about him firm in his principles Elijah was also a peacemaker and a bridge builder passionate about what he believed in dispassionate in his judgments about how to proceed his clarion voice would cut through conflict calming the waters and reaching out across the aisle no matter how rough and tumble the debate Um, clarion is a, a wonderful word for him because that's the kind of call that we all heed that in his infinite morality and his uh, astonishing uh, ability to stand for what was right at all times, he talked about black people being able to vote. He talked about their role in society, the um, the son of sharecroppers and mm-hmm.
1: whatnot. Well, his story about when he was 11 years old, he... Uh, his a mentor tried to integrate a pool and people threw rocks at him. Yeah. And, and, uh, this woman was bloodied and, and he said that, uh, in that moment he thought, I'm going to grow up and be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. He was, he did not feel dejected. He became a fighter
0: and they put him in, um, the, you know, slow class, whatnot, and he rebelled against that.
1: Well, he was told that he couldn't be a, a good speaker. He became a great orator
0: his, in response his to His oratory that. is a, astonishing.
1: The gravity. He was the head of the oversight committee, um, one of the committees leading the impeachment inquiry, and uh, his loss is, is great. He was a beautiful person. And yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, I mean, he was, he was their mentor. He looked, they looked up to him. He, he was obviously working to the very end to try to help.
0: Yeah. It didn't matter his physical condition. He was... Um,
1: what did he say about the angels?
0: Uh, Nancy Pelosi quoting him. Elijah knew that life was fleeting and precious. It was imperative for him to make the most of his time on earth. Earlier this year he proclaimed when we're dancing with the angels the question will be asked in 2019 what would we do to make sure we kept our democracy intact?
1: No he was invaluable and uh it's It's amazing, I didn't realize how sick he was, yeah. that he was doing everything he could to uh, be there at a critical moment.
0: Here's something that I thought was really beautiful. Um, we should be able to agree that we will not keep kids in child internment camps indefinitely, and hitting away from public view, he said, "What country's that?" Die- this is the united states of america he then directly appealed to the republican colleagues telling them to reject the policy he said trump said we need you to abandon this policy we need you to remind him that this is the united states of america and it is a great country and we need you to stand up for those
1: children Well, he he was a beacon of moral clarity. And he was very clear and straightforward in his rhetoric Mm. in that regard. And that is invaluable because we have a lot of people that aren't uh, detail oriented, not paying attention. And someone like him is invaluable. I mean, when we're having, you know, it, it. we didn't mention it last week, but uh, when a Tatiana Jefferson was killed in her home by a police officer uh, in front of her nephew, Zion, who's only eight years old in Fort Worth, Texas, it reminded me of two years prior. We were in Mill Valley yeah. with uh, our friend Brian, and Brian had said that he he's uh, African-American, Brian Copeland, and he said that he had taken time off because everything was too much for him at that point. And that weekend, a woman named Charlene Wiles was killed in front of her children in Seattle by a police officer. And she had called the police because she was worried that her apartment had been burglarized and the police officer killed her. And then this woman, Tatiana Jefferson, um, she was in her home Mm -hmm. playing video games with her nephew. And uh, these are wrongs that have to be addressed. And they're addressed by having fair representation, no voter suppression. Right. And... uh, we we need uh, well I was reading that that lovely article about Sharice Davids and in Kansas her impact was such that um, five women that volunteered for her Ran are for now office. are now running for office and they had never thought about it they never it says they never imagined running for office then they worked for Sharice Davids and He's that's from the, the first.
0: Um, native american and
1: she's one of two with deb helen the yep. first native american representatives and she's also a lesbian yep. and so they were they were so inspired by her and that was in the kansas city star news today and it was just a lovely story about how these women just never felt that they were qualified and then when they were volunteering right. for her they thought wait a minute I can do this and it reminded me of I always think of Michelle Obama's quote about that she's been at the tables of the most uh, the people in charge
0: Uh, and they're not and
1: a lot of them are not that smart and so these women are are realizing wait I I can do this and this is the way things move forward is for a fair representation
0: Yep. yep um that's fantastic beyond measure. right? Yes.
1: It's just beautiful and also there's a, a, a gay male candidate also was inspired and they're, they're running in, in uh, Kansas and Missouri because of course it's, it's nearby and they were volunteering for Sharice uh, Davids and it's just awesome.
0: It is awesome. Um, you have been the smartest crowd in the world Herbie Hancock gave Tina Turner a gig on Joni Mitchell's Hissing of Summer Lawns album. It's called Edith and the Kingpin. Um,
1: it's a tribute to Joni album. This song is from Hissing of Summer Lawns.
0: May every page you a turn to your satchel page. And so forth. And so on.
1: I'm just taking this name.